Hello, everybody. I'm Terry Barr, host of the Pennywise Podcast. Happy to have you with us, of course, the Pennywise Podcast from Lee Enterprises. And we're talking summertime and all the fun that you're probably thinking about wanting to have this summer as uh, we are enjoying some beautiful weather. And maybe that fun for you means bigger fun. And by that, I'm talking about RVs or boats, those kinds of wonderful toys for your summertime. We are going to find out about things to consider and even a couple of tips for you as Annie Millerburn. Annie is a personal loans expert with NerdWallet joins us today. And Annie, so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. You know, this sounds like a perfect time to be talking about RVs for camping or just traveling, boats to get out on the water this summer. It really kind of is a dream, I think, for many, many people to own something like this. But right now is also a very, um, may I call it, strange time with our economy. What do you think might be holding any potential buyers back right now? Well, you're right that it's a strange time financially for a lot of folks. Um, a lot of our gas bills, grocery bills are a lot higher than they were a couple of years ago. Just everything is just a little bit more expensive, maybe for a lot of us than, than it used to be. So this might be a difficult time to consider something like a big purchase for a lot of Americans. What about, I, I guess if we think about the rising prices and what might directly impact someone deciding to make this purchase. Could it be, um, you know, we're also watching interest rates go up and oil prices go up. And I think as we, we continue with this discussion, those are pretty key if you want to buy an RV or a boat. Yeah, yeah. So with the Fed raising interest rates, pretty much any kind of loan, any kind of type of borrowing that you're going to do might be a little bit higher cost than it used to be. And if you're going to buy something like a boat or an RV, you're going to have to fill it up with gas. And now gas costs quite a bit more than it did a couple of years back. So those two things are kind of colliding to make it a, a difficult time for some people who might have previously thought they were going to get a boat this year to yeah. actually, you know, take, take that step. Okay. We don't want to scare them away. So here we go. We're going to get into some information that will help you kind of sit down and really ponder your decision when it comes to this purchase. You know, and the things you just mentioned, those are reality. That is what's happening. So what would you say if uh, a person still wants to consider making this really big purchase? What do they need to be thinking about? Well, a couple things to consider. Um, the first, the biggest step I suppose you should take is to decide, is this the right choice and the right time for you? So by that, I mean, have you been in an RV? Have you rented an RV? Have you rented a boat? Have you joined a boat club? Do you know for sure that the act of being in this new vehicle is something you enjoy? And it's something that you enjoy enough to do it quite often because it's a big purchase and you're going to want to make sure you get your money's worth out of it. I love that. You're talking about having the time to actually be able to do it. And, and you wonder, do some people realize as they get this, that all of a sudden they have this amazing RV or a boat, and then they can't even use it as much as they'd like. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about a car here. When you go and buy a car, <laughs> you know, you're going to use it. You got to get to the grocery store. You got to get to work. You know that you're buying a car for pretty much everyday use. But with a boat or an RV, this is for recreational activity only. So how much of your time currently are you dedicating to that kind of recreational activity? And does that for you justify the purchase? What do you think about the idea of um, renting to try it out? Or I, I, I'm going to imagine, you know, they often say don't buy a car unless you actually get the chance to test drive it. Kind of a similar situation. Yeah, renting is a great way to try it out. Rent a boat, rent an RV, maybe borrow a friend's if you have a friend with boats and RVs. Just get yourself in it for a little bit and see how you feel about it. Maybe for you, one rental a summer is enough and that's all you're willing to spend on it. And that would be the time that you would find that out is when you're paying to rent it and when you're actually sitting in the boat, driving it around and deciding, is this something that I want to make a part of my regular routine or is this something that's just kind of a one-off fun thing to do? Oh, that's excellent. Thanks, Annie. Okay. Now what about, um, okay, I'm, I'm buying, I'm in that buying mode. I really, I've waited until this summer to get either the RV or the boat or whatever other big toys you've been considering. Um, what are the financing options? Well, I guess the first thing I would say is if you have the cash, cash is always going to be the most advisable way to pay for something discretionary like this, because of course there's no interest with cash, really no risk if you can do it with cash, but not all of us have, you know, 60, 70, $100,000 sitting there waiting for us right. to spend it on a boat. So the first financing option you'll probably encounter is a secured loan. And that's usually going to be offered to you through the company that's selling you a boat or an RV. Usually they'll say, we also offer financing. And that kind of loan is going to be pretty much the amount of the item that you're buying. So you can get that for pretty much any amount that you need. And the rates tend to be pretty low, you know, usually single digits, although we are we are in a different rate environment than we used to be. Absolutely. Um, and the, the terms on those loans can last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. 20 years. Sometimes you think about that. That's a long time for a loan. Yes, it is a long time. If And, you know, if you're going to get a monthly payment, that is better for your budget. That's good. But also consider what are the interest costs. You can use a, a loan calculator to see how much exactly does that mean you'll be paying over the life of the loan and in interest. Right. And is that is that okay with you? Okay. What about any other financial options? Can you consider something else if maybe this idea of the secured loan is not what you'd like to do? Right. Well, an unsecured loan is going to be your other pretty common option. So some lenders offer unsecured personal loans, um, online lenders, bank lenders, credit unions offer these, and you can use those to pay for something like a boat or an RV. But with these loans, the amounts usually go up to about $100,000. Rates are usually between five or six and 36%. Mm. And you repay them over a term of usually up to like seven or eight years. So it's a little bit smaller, a little bit shorter term. And the most important thing to remember with these loans is the rate is decided based on your credit and income. So with a secured loan, the lender considers the item you're buying as collateral. So if you're getting an RV, the RV is collateral and the lender can take it if you don't make your payments. But with an unsecured loan, you don't have any collateral. So the lender is really relying on your ability and willingness to repay the loan, which makes it a little riskier for the lender which makes the rate a little bit higher for you. 
Wow. Okay. That's some interesting options right there to really consider, you know, whether um, it's the 20 years secured and then your item is um, your collateral or unsecured shorter term, but, oh, those are going to be some much bigger payments. Definitely. Usually it will be, but that's not to say that you wouldn't get a lower rate than okay. you would on a secured loan. There's always a chance. It's always worth checking your rate. You can pre-qualify with a lot of lenders. Um, but there is a there is a chance that you would get a pretty uh, a, a little bit higher rate on an unsecured loan. Okay, okay. Um, what about um, you know? I feel like there's always other costs involved that maybe some of us wouldn't consider, and then you get the item home and you realize, oh, I didn't even think about this. What might be some of those things to also be thinking about if you're going to make this purchase? Yes, these are all things to consider before you go out and, and make that purchase. The first I would say is going to be the gas. Like we mentioned, gas prices are up. They may come back down someday, but they're up right now. And, you know, you're not filling up a truck. You're filling up an RV or a boat. That's going to be a pretty hefty expense. So keep that in mind and figure out how much that's going to cost. And then there's also kind of the maintenance and cleaning. So anything goes wrong with the boat or the RV, you're going to have to pay somebody to get it fixed. And, you know, the oil changes, the oil updates, the um, the cleaning of the boat or RV. I've never cleaned a boat or an RV, but I assume you can just Google how to do it. But if you're going to have it professionally clean, that's going to be another expense to consider. I would think so that you'd probably want someone to do it because boy, you made that big purchase and you want to keep the investment, but then, okay. So you've now had it cleaned and, and, and the maintenance done. Don't you have to put it somewhere? That's right. So unless you have a driveway where you can store a boat or an RV, you're going to have to find somewhere to put that, especially in the winter months when you may not actually be using these items at all. You might need kind of a longer term storage option, and that's not going to be free most of the time either. You need to dock the boat, you need to put the RV in a garage. If it's not yours, then it's got to be somebody's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And of course, you want insurance on these items. These are big ticket items. Absolutely. Insurance is going to be a big consideration. And even if the car or even if the boat or RV is parked and not moving, it still needs to be insured. There's a lot to consider when it comes to this. Annie, what would you say? Bottom line, take a deep breath. And what do we do to think about when it comes to the bottom line? That's a good question. I think the bottom line here is you need to decide for yourself if this for sure is going to be a good purchase for you, if this is a good time to be making that purchase, if you're going to use it enough to justify the purchase. And then if you do decide you want to go ahead and buy, consider your financing options carefully. So just because the RV place that you're purchasing from offers financing doesn't necessarily mean it's the only secured loan you can get. There are banks that specialize in RV loans, for example. And the same goes with unsecured loans. Just because rates may be higher doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get a high rate. So it doesn't hurt to pre-qualify and check your rate just to know what your options all are. That's going to be the smartest way to pick a financing option. I know we're going to be helping people make this decision. So Annie, thank you so very much. And I hope those that do decide to go through with it have a great time with their new purchase this summer. Good for them. 
Good for them. Thank you so much, Mary. <laughs> Again, oh, this was a terrific conversation with Annie Millerburn. Annie is a personal loans expert with Nerd Wallet. And you have been listening to our Pennywise podcast. Again, I'm Terry Barr. And from Lee Enterprises and Annie and myself, we'll see you next week.